0: Today, it's time to talk about Egypt. Egypt is super fascinating just because of how things came together. Now, we know a lot about Egypt because their society has fascinated our culture for hundreds of years, and so so we know quite a bit. Most of what we know, though, we owe to a dude named Champollion, clearly a French name, He found this thing called the Rosetta Stone, or he had a thing called the Rosetta Stone. And what it was is it had um, the same thing written in three languages. In Greek, which he knew how to read, in a newer Egyptian language called hieratic, that's their everyday language, and then in hieroglyphics, which is their language for ceremonies and rituals and carving on walls and things. And so Champollion took the Rosetta Stone and took the Greek that he knew, figured out what the hieratic said, and used that to figure out how to read the hieroglyphics. So for the Rosetta Stone, you need to know that that's how we can translate. That's why we know, um, that's why we know Egyptian, how come we can read it. Now, Egypt has a lot to do with legitimacy, too. But they decided to establish their legitimacy in different ways than the Mesopotamians. So they chose to establish their legitimacy by, uh, by, through their religion. So they believed that Pharaoh was both the king and a god. So when you did something bad and Pharaoh was angry with you, they believed that he not only had the power to punish you in this life, but he could continue to punish you into the next life. See how that would really help him establish his legitimacy? He can really say, I'm in charge. People really want to do what he wants them to do because they're afraid of this kind of never-ending punishment that he can mete out on them. So what the first method pharaoh used to establish his legitimacy is that he established himself as a god king he did a few things to shore that up so one thing that you ought to know is that the egyptians have the first recorded magic and by magic i don't mean well i mean illusion i mean the people that fake you out for a living and make doves appear out of nothing and and all of that kind of thing. The first recorded magic trick was the cups and balls trick. Um, by the way, if you see that one, the one where you you pick the the ball, which one it is, while they rotate three cups around, it's it's a magic trick. You can't win. Don't don't do that if you're ever in New York. You see a street vendor doing that. Don't don't fall for it. It's a trick. Anyway, so the Egyptians established that. So they're the ones who have this kind of um, look at us. We're so powerful. We have the power of the gods. And they do it by doing these magic tricks. That is part of why in the Moses story, you have Moses showing up and he turns his staff into a snake. And then the Egyptian people do the same thing. Um, The Hebrews that read that in the first place they would have known that what's happening is it's supposed to be a battle between the real and the fake the Egyptians being the fake ones and so just a little bit of where that story comes from hey so pharaoh tries to establish his legitimacy by establishing himself as a god using magic trips to convince people and the other way he does it really has more to do with the next question so the Nile River life in Egypt is based almost completely on the Nile River and this river um, it flows from south to north empties into the Mediterranean Sea and is really really useful especially because every year it would flood and establish this really really fertile mud everywhere and the farmers could grow things in the mud Well, after it was mud, you know, but they grow things there. And then the Nile would come again and there'd be nothing for the farmers to do. So Pharaoh had this clever idea. Hey, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to tax people because Pharaoh can do that. He's super powerful, right? So he taxed the people when they'd harvest their grain. And then in the flood season, when they couldn't work, he would pay them back in food so that, um to get them to build things like his pyramids so sometimes students get a little confused by this and they're like oh no the pyramids were built by hebrew slaves but you need to check your exodus again it says treasure cities rather specifically um, not the pyramids the pyramids were old they were already a thousand years old by that time they're really really old Okay, so we know how Pharaoh establishes legitimacy. We know how he convinced people to build the pyramids. We know who he was, and we know about the Rosetta Stone. Have a beautiful day.